Hi guys, and welcome to Bubbles and Biz Podcast, where we celebrate small business one glass at a time. Um, this week's topic is SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimization. Um, and it's really, I know people get intimidated by it, but it really is just, if you think about it this way, all the things that we can do to get found on the internet. All the things that are going to help our search engine rankings. Um, you know, I talk to a lot, a lot of small business owners uh, who don't understand it and who really need it and have no idea how to do it. Um, a few weeks ago, I was talking with um, a small business owner. They were asking for maybe some, you know, we're going to work together to for their marketing needs. And when I typed in their business name directly into the search bar with the like the address and city, state, all that stuff, it didn't even come up. Um, it pulled up a business in Canada instead, which, you know, is not great for him growing his business and getting consistent leads. Um, so, you know, it's it, it, nobody really, un he didn't understand how to do it. He doesn't understand where he should start, you know, like what is the best thing to do to get found. Um, so I really just want to talk about a few things today. Um, there are a lot of aspects that go into SEO, though. I'm not going to lie and sugarcoat it. Um, you know, it's, it's a really a lot of moving parts, a really big pie with lots of different little pieces. Um, and unfortunately, Google, you know, updates their algorithm often as well. So you got to kind of keep that in mind, too. But um, today I'm going to talk about three, well, and a bonus, so really four, um, three things that you can start doing right now for your own SEO to improve it. Um, that aren't super complicated, you know, aren't expensive, things like that. Um, and number one is your content. Um, and this really is like the number, one of the number one things that Google takes um, into consideration when crawling. Um, they, they, you know, search engines have really come a long way. They're a lot more intuitive than they have ever been. And they're not just looking for like keywords or results, but they're really trying to understand the searcher's intent. So they use kind of like artificial intelligence now to go a little step further, trying to figure out, you know, what else they could provide for that. If they're looking for this, maybe they also need that. Like there's just so much more that goes into it than just scanning and pulling up an article with the keyword. Um, so they're, they're checking to see if your content is relevant to what the people are searching for. Um, and that, like I said, might just mean more than it's keywords and what someone types into the, to the search bar. So you want to keep that in mind when you're creating your content. Um, so think about it. Just take a minute. Um, is the content on your website relevant to what your ideal customer is looking for? Um, if you're not sure who your ideal customer is, um, that would be called your buyer persona. I have a workbook on my website that you can down, download. There's no opt-in, so you don't have to leave your email or anything like that. Um, but it really helps you figure out who your ideal customer is and how you can talk to them, like what messaging, what things, you know, resonate with them. And that's really, you know, where people should start when they when they start working on their marketing because it, it drives everything else. Um, so we start with that. Um, and then, you know, just think about, does your content help answer a question or solve a problem for the people that are um, on your website that are looking for you, um, looking for your products and services? Um, it, so if it doesn't, you know, how can you tailor your content to be relevant to them? Um, how can you resonate with your ideal customer? Um, and you can have content, you know, on your homepage, your services, your blog, your social media, 
but you just need to make sure that you are um, addressing what they're looking for so they, that they can find you. Um, so number two, is your site secure? You know, like I mentioned before, Google has all kinds of algorithm updates. And one of their most, you know, relatively recent ones, um, they announced that they're going to start penalizing for unsecure websites. So that means, like, if you look up at the search bar and it's HTTPS, and that would be secure. The HTTP um, is not secure. So you need that HTTPS. Um, and you can get that with a, an SSL certificate. Um, and those aren't super complicated either. You know, you can talk to your hosting company. A lot of them offer it through there. And they're pretty inexpensive, you know, less than 20 bucks a year. Some of them even put it into their monthly package. Um, so, you know, just get in touch with them. And they usually offer a lot of support as well to install it. They're not super complicated to install, but if you do need some help, most of the hosting companies will help with that. Um, so just reach out to your hosting company, you know, whoever hosts your, your website on a monthly basis and um, see how you can get them to help you. Um, and on top of, you know, Google penalizing that, 84% of people say that they will abandon a, abandon a purchase if they're dealing with an unsecure site. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, but I definitely have. You know, when you're searching around and you click on a site and it shows up red and says unsecure, do you want to keep going? And it's scary. Like, people don't want that. They don't want to leave their information there. So um, you can avoid all of that and avoid penalties with Google if you get your SSL certificate. Um, the next thing is speed. Um, you know, they announced that um, they will also penalize for slow websites. Um, they just, they don't like it. They're, like I said earlier, you know, they're, they're trying to provide the best customer experience, like for the searcher, like they're, you know, trying to figure out intent, what would help them. They don't want to send them to slow websites. So they take all of that into account. Um, you know, and also people like they will bounce. They do not like to sit around and wait for slow websites. So your bounce, um, rate will spike 50% if it doesn't load in two seconds or less two seconds that's like lightning speed so um you know there's a tool that you can use um it's free uh, from google i'll leave that in the podcast notes um that you can just go to and you put your website address in there and you hit analyze it'll run you know this test on it and it'll give you a report card um you know with different it's like from zero to a hundred and it'll tell you what you can do to fix the issues um that are making your site slow and you know if it's a pretty low score I would I would really consider you know talking to your developer that made your website so that you know you can address some of those issues um, because you know I mean slow websites are annoying to consumers and Google penalizes for them so if you can fix that get it faster that's gonna be another thing that's gonna help your you know your rankings um, and your bonus tip uh, consistency. Um, search engines love consistent content because they're always calling to see what can serve their searchers better. So if you're putting out regular content, um, this actually goes for social media as well. Like those algorithms really like consistent updates. Um, you know, they'll keep coming back to your site and possibly rank you higher. So and not to mention, it just shows that your business is, you know, up to date and provides useful information. Um, you can use this content. Like if you wanted to start a blog and use and do this, that's a great way, you know, that people incorporate the, these different content strategies for SEO. Not to mention it just helps with, you know, 
building that relationship and that trust and everything with your your customer. Um, but you know you can build that into your blog and then you can use that blog you know as social media posts and drive people back to your website. Um, you could maybe do like a monthly blog roundup and send that out to your email list. Um, just, you know, shows that you're trying to help solve their problems that, you know, you really do want to be there, you know, with your products or services. It doesn't have to be in like any salesy way because it's actually not. You're providing helpful information. So um, that would be the great, like a great way. Like when people, you know, ask me how they can start proving, I always suggest a blog because there's just, it's so versatile. There's so many ways that you can use that content. Blogs can increase traffic to a website by 2000%. So it's a great thing to think about. Um, helps with many different aspects. But um, so those are four things that you can start to do to increase your SEO. Um, and keep in mind, uh, you do these things, even if you do other things, you know, creating an effective strategy that starts to move you up in the, the search rankings takes a little bit of time. Uh, tell people to wait, you know, at least three, four months to really see a dramatic change. But if you're being consistent, um, Social media is also an aspect. Be consistent there. That's actually five tips. <laughs> um, all of these things will start to um, move you higher and get you found um, and increase your business. So um, I hope these tips are helpful for you. If you want to dive deeper, I have a whole module that talks about SEO, these topics, and then other aspects that really dive deeper into it um, in my do-it-yourself digital marketing course. Um, that is diydigitalmarketingschool.teachable.com. I'll also put that in the podcast notes. Um, you can also get to it just from my nb.marketing website. Um, or if you'd like, you know, personal help, um, you want to talk to me about, you know, increasing your SEO or any other marketing problems that you have, uh, just feel free to reach out. Um, next week, I will be back uh, on the podcast with my best friend. Um, we've known each other 25 years, and she also has her own small business. She's a photographer, and she just recently went on this really cool, um, like, excursion. for. She does, like, wildlife photography, and so um, we're going to talk about things that we do that um, kind of scare us in our business and push us to go a little further. So I'm really excited for that interview, so be sure to tune in next week. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend.